welcome to Life Bites, Fight Back. So this episode, I want to introduce you a little bit to my childhood and uh, my siblings. Um, So I am the fourth out of five kids and my parents, They had three fairly close together. I think the two boys were about 15, 16 months apart. And then my sister, my older sister came along three years after that. And that group of three kind of grew up together. Um, Six years after my sister was born, I came along. And then 11 years after I was born, my little sister came along. And so my parents really kind of had it rough. I mean, my older sister, she was the baby of the family for six entire years. I mean, she was well dug in and, and perfectly spoiled by the time another child, myself, came along. I'm sure she could not figure out why on earth they needed me <laughs> at six years old. Like okay, I'm the baby of the family, I'm cute, I'm the only girl, why do you need another one? But it happened, and I came along, and um, then I was the baby of the family for 11 years, and then my little sister came along, and she is now the final baby of the family. And every time I read um, a book or a blurb on birth order, it just makes me giggle, because I think, oh, (laughs) my poor parents, they had three legit baby of the family um, kids who then had to develop a couple of, you know, that me and my older sister had to develop some of the middle child traits um, eventually. But yeah, for that, you know, for my poor parents, they, you know, they had three babies of the family and all of us were females. So, you know, there's always a little drama included in raising girls. So anyway, those are my family dynamics. I came along just soon enough that I do have quite a few memories of living in a house with many siblings. Um, I remember the dinner table and the supper table. um, Oh, in South Dakota, we called that breakfast, dinner, and supper. We did not call that um, um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We called it breakfast, dinner, supper. So if I scoot back and forth between those uh, definitions, you'll understand. Um, so, but I do remember having those big family meals every single day. And my mom was one of those women who actually cooked every single morning. It could have been eggs and ham. It could have been, uh, pancakes. It could have been waffles, French toast, you know, whatever. Um, but she actually cooked, um, I, there were times I know I had cereal, but I just don't remember it happening that often. So again, there was another you know, there's another peek into my life that um, I, I had I had a lot of good stuff. Um, I don't remember m- many um, times being left without my parents. Um, a lot of times, but you know, because by the time I came along, my oldest brother was 11. My next brother was nine-ish and my sister was six and um so um by the time i got old enough really to be left with 
with babysitters or whatever, they were in middle school, my brothers were anyway, and beginning to do things like football and stuff like that. Um, my, I do have one vivid memory of being left with my siblings. And I think it was just my middle brother and my sister. I don't know where my oldest brother was because I think he might have changed the dynamics in this a little bit, but <laughs> let me just lay right out front. This was all my fault, okay? And me being a baby was all my fault as far as, so what happened? I don't know how. My parents went out for supper with what they called their supper club group or their West End group is what they called themselves, I think. Anyway. Um, my parents were gone. I was with my sister and my middle brother, and I got a sliver. Um, for those of you who live in another part of the country, you might have called them a splinter, but you know, I got a little piece of wood or a thorn or a something stuck way down underneath my skin. And I remember literally trying to lose my mind. I remember screaming and crying. <laughs> And then my brother and sister, at first, you know, they started trying to get that sliver out gently and wonderfully, and they were kind and they were compassionate. And then I was, you know, acting like a water buffalo. I mean, I was wailing, I was thrashing, I would, would not let them touch it, you know. Um, and then I think it just became the principle of the thing. They were gonna get that sucker out of there no matter what, because I was acting like such a fool. I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting on the arm of the couch and both of them were on either side of me trying to get a good look at it, get the right light down in there. They had a needle and they had tweezers. They were gonna pull it out <laughs> and they couldn't get it with the needle. And I think my brother went to get a pocket knife because when my dad, would get splinters out for us. He would just use his pocket knife. Well, I did not trust my brother to be using no pocket knife on me. So the hysterics doubled. And honest to God, I remember the couch was up against the wall in the living room and it was facing this big picture window so we could see outside. And I don't know how much, how old I was, probably four. I mean, I. I just barely have memories of this, so I, I, four or five maybe. Um, but I do remember them trying to get it out, and and you know at first I thought, well maybe I would let them try. I still cried, but I, you know it was more for the dramatic flavor than it was because I was hurting. Then when they had dug around my hand with a needle for a while, and my brother decided to go get a pocket knife. I mean that was a no go. It was time for me to you know do my actress. Um, gig and I remember having climbed at the top of the couch and I was walking along the back of the couch much like you see people do in the movies when they're walking along the ledge of a skyscraper <laughs> and I was crying and I was, I was throwing a fit and I, you know I think you know, and this was back in the 70s, so I don't know if mom got up from her supper club to call home or whatever, but I mean, my brother and sister both let them know that I was ridiculous heathen and that they needed to do something about me. I, I don't know if mom and dad came home early or what, but I just, I know that I was in, you know, I, I was in a standoff. Um, 
And by the time they got home, and I wasn't about to let anybody touch me, my dad was the only one that was gonna get that splinter out of my hand, and that was just that, you know. And yet, I wanted to cry and sob and moan until he got home because, I don't know, dramatic flavor, I guess, I don't know. Anyway, um, I remember having those great dinners on, on the supper table, and it, when I was a little bitty, I thought this was an accident, but now as an adult, I'm like, meh, I think he did that on purpose. Um, I remember sitting down at the supper table, and my middle brother comes in, and he's sitting across from me at the table, and he had to have done this on purpose. But as we're eating, I look up, and on his shoulder is a green inchworm, like doing its thing, you know, like inching across his shoulder. <laughs> and I flipped out and my other sister was sitting beside him. My older sister was sitting beside him. And so when I kind of flipped out, she flipped out, you know, and, and then of course I remember him grinning from ear to ear, like he had done something fabulous. <laughs> and, and you know, there was all kinds of chaos and drama. And we, you know, my dad was like, get up and take that thing outside. So, um, you know, there were times like that around the dinner table, you know, times when they're pestering each other or me or whatever. And, you know, my parents were always having to referee something. Um, my oldest brother, like I said, he was 11 years older than I was. And so by the time I got to where, I, you know, I was really interactive with people where I have any memories anyway. Um, I was in first grade when he graduated from high school. He was a very, very good football player. And um, he got a scholarship to play for the University of Nebraska under Tom Osborne, I believe was who it was. And um, so all summer long, he was trying to eat the special things and do all the exercises and everything. And he used to take me outside and he would um, get me on my bicycle. We lived on gravel roads. He would put me on my bicycle and he would run and I would have to, you know, go beside him. And then he would get me to um, a telephone pole and he would say, go. And we would, I would have to see if, if I could beat him on my bicycle while he was sprinting between telephone poles. And then the other telephone poles, he just jogged, you know. <laughs> and I'm, to be 100% honest, that might have been where my own personal desire to participate in athletics came from, was not just watching him, but by um, training with him that summer. I have a lot of really great memories of that. When he graduated and left for Nebraska, um, my next brother was probably a junior, yeah, a junior or senior, and um, I don't remember him playing football, although I'm sure he did. Um, but I do remember him playing basketball because by the time I was in third grade, all of the girls, all of the cheerleaders, thought that maybe he would really, really like them and appreciate them if they voted for me to be the mascot of the cheerleading squad and be able to put on a uniform and cheer for every basketball game with them. I don't know if that I don't know if any if he dated any of them for that particular reason, but it was a good try. I mean, I feel like I feel like they had some ingenuity going on there. Um, anyway, it was that's one of the best memories I have is cheering with the high school girls. It was amazing. I thought I was just too cool for you know the words, but um, 
anyway um let's see I remember my sister reading books all the time and it's so weird now that I'm writing a book and will be out next spring it's so weird to read you know think about all the people in my family who really were readers um and you know I wasn't as much of a, a, an avid reader then because I was all wrapped up in athletics. So um, it's funny, maybe she should have written a book first. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure she has. I'm sure she's talented enough to do it. Um, but anyway, yeah, we grew up on a farm. Uh, my brothers, whenever we got home or before school in the morning or whatever, there were chores to be done. There were hogs to be fed. There were horses to be, you know, taken care of and. There were all kinds of chores. Oh, I, gathering chicken eggs. Um, I was still fairly little, so I didn't have to do it all the time. Um, I do remember getting up and going and doing it sometimes. Um, there was, you know, trash to be taken out to the burn barrel. There was, you know, all kinds of farm type stuff. And I remember us just all passing each other in the yard, getting everything done. And it was a great way of life great set of siblings. My little sister, when she came along, I was 11 and I was just getting started in middle school with all kinds of athletics and stuff. So I, I loved her to pieces. I remember taking my turn one night telling mom, don't you get out of bed. I'll take care of the baby. And, and so she woke up once or twice and I told mom, I thought that I had done my deed for the lifetime and that she could now take back over all of those middle of the night, ridiculous things. Um, but I, you know, love my little sister. I, I've always kind of been a sucker for babies and kids and things. So, um, I mean, I loved watching her grow and um, watching TV, you know, holding her or whatever. Um, so now she's grown up and we are best friends. I mean, she, you know, we get each other. We've spent a lot of time together and she, I just couldn't do without her in my life. So yeah. I am one of five children. I am the fourth of five children. We also kind of had a revolving door. My parents took in anyone that needed um, a helping hand. Uh, and if that meant bringing them in as a member of the family and them just staying for years, that's what happened. Um, sometimes it was just a couple of months, but we just always had that, oh, hi, you know, you're here now, <laughs> kind of open door mentality. And all of us kids were okay with it. And um, it was a fun, it was a fun way to live under the influence of my parents. So anyway, that sums up me and my siblings. Um, I hope you enjoyed my dramatic. And I will see you in an episode soon.